what happens in the gut does not stay in the gut, okay? It is, it is communicated throughout the entire body. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Before we get started today, I want to tell you about something really cool that we have uh, just started doing in order to better support you and our community of individuals who are trying to take better care of themselves um, and doing it from home, right? Um, Working out at home, building healthy habits at home. um, That's what Begin Within is all about. So here's what we've got. We've got a five-day challenge that is totally free, um, and we deliver it by means of a Facebook group. So um, I'd love to have you join us next week. I mean, Monday, we're going to start another round. So what I need you to do is go to our website, beginwithin.fit, and click on the Join Our Challenge button, and that will link you to uh, an enrollment page where you can sign up to be part of our free challenge. Um, you'll get an email after you sign up with a link to the group. Um, you'll get a text message as well to make sure that uh, you get that link. And then you just click on it, um, request to join the group, and then we're going to approve it. And then you are all set to go. So that next week can be the first week that you really make some headway toward moving toward your wellness and health goals. So what we're doing every single day is we're sharing a kind of healthy habit hack, a self-care habit, um, and encouraging, we'll encourage you to participate every single day. And then every single day we have a live workout with a coach and it's super easy. Like that was our focus. Like how can we make this as easy as possible for someone who's just starting out or trying to get back into taking better care of themselves? So the workouts are about 10 minutes and they're workouts you can do at home um, by yourself in whatever space that you have to do them in. Um, During the week, we've also got a workshop, a live workshop um, that I've been hosting that will teach you some of the current science on how to develop a habit. If if you've listened to some of our past episodes, you've already heard about some of those concepts, but we kind of um, boil it all down into about a 25-minute workshop, and you will leave with everything that you need in order to build a new habit. All right, enough (laughs) about the challenge. You can tell I'm excited about it. I'd really love for you to join. so please do that, beginwithin.fit, click on the, the join our challenge button and you will be all set. My guest today is Jennifer Ellis Schutz. She's a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and transformational coach who specializes in um, working with driven adult 
professionals who are struggling with things like chronic fatigue, gut issues, brain fog, and other health challenges um, that are often related to life stress. She helps them to identify and address the core issues that are keeping them stuck so that they can regain their energy and get back on track in their life. Sounds pretty great, right? Um, In my conversation with her, we focused on gut health. Super interesting, something that personally I didn't know a ton about. Well, I'll be honest, I, I still don't know a ton about it, but really it wasn't on my radar at all until the last um, two or three years that I really started um, to understand how important the health of our gut is for just the overall health of our body. So you're going to hear that in our interview today. Like that is definitely going to stand out. Um, one of the themes I want you to listen for is the fact that, you know, what what is going on inside our gut becomes evident in the rest of our body and some of the ways that it does listen closely maybe for you something's going to resonate and you're going to think wow you know that sounds like me um, and we're going to give you some ideas to get started in taking better care of yourself that way um, she uses a phrase as well you're going to hear in the interview um, the phrase weak host are you a weak host um, and you know we're we're talking specifically about being a host for the bacteria that is in our gut. Um, It's going to be there and it's always changing based on things that are happening in our life and we want to do the best we can to be uh, a strong host for a um, (laughs) a healthy colony of gut bacteria, right? So listen for the signs that you might be a weak host. Um, And then we're going to talk about one of the key phrases that you hear over and over again on this podcast. We're going to talk about optimizing self-care, you know, why that's so important, and then how to start to clean up things in your life, just simple things that you can do in order to improve self-care and why it's so important in good gut health and then good overall health. Here's my interview with Jen Ellis Schutz. I work with people all over the world um, that have had not my exact story because no one could have that, but similar stories, been dealing, you know, high achieving people. um, And I'm not going to say all of them's lives have been completely derailed for illness, like not quite all of them went to my level of extreme of derailment in their life, but, you know, very high functioning, capable, well-educated adults dealing with, you know, autoimmunity, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, um, all of these things and not being helped by the conventional paradigm. In fact, realizing they, they're making me worse. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow their journey leads them to me and they're ready for a truly holistic approach. And in that approach, gut health is one of my, yeah. you know, big focuses. And I say that because I mean, the gut, it is home to 90% of all genetic material in the human body. I mean, think about that, right? 90% of all genetic material and trillions and trillions of microbes that are foreign to us. There's, you know, there's more microbes in our gut than there are cells in the human body. 
And that ecosystem, well, first off, it houses our enteric nervous system, which, you know, it's our second brain and it's in our gut. And that brain is in continual communication with our main brain, which is the epicenter of our entire nervous system. And the two are communicating back and forth all day long via the vagus nerve. And so like, you know, Vegas, what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. The gut is just the opposite. What happens in the gut does not stay in the gut. Okay. It is, it is communicated throughout the entire body. And so many people are walking around with um, inflamed dysbiotic guts with subpar, suboptimal digestion, and they don't even know it because you don't have to have outward gut symptoms like pain, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, you know, the typical things to have a dysbiotic gut. A dysbiotic gut can manifest as chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, um, depression. And I mean, our gut is involved in so many things and a dysbiotic gut, AKA more bad gut mm. bugs than good ones. If we're yeah. going to talk super late person yeah, perfect. is like, the body's number one source of internal toxicity. It's like a river running through you of just constant toxins mm. because microbes produce all sorts of byproducts. You know, I mean, microbes mm -hmm. are living things and they excrete just like we do. <laughs> they yeah. defecate, okay? And they produce all sorts of different metabolic byproducts. And when the gut lining, particularly the gut lining of the small bowel, which is the epicenter of digestion becomes permeable, um, things leak out and they make their way into our humoral blood supply where the immune system is like, what's going on here? And it starts to fire up. It's, it's cavalry, it's cavalry, you know, it starts shooting its guns and then our body starts the inflammatory cascade mm -hmm. and things get set in motion. Oh, mm -hmm. how we were talking about that, that imbalance, how does that how does that happen? Well, we talk, you mentioned earlier the American diet. Um, yeah, I'm, so well, let's talk about bit. it. So first off, it requires a healthy gut can has to be inside of a healthy body, okay? Mm. Because again, they're in constant communication, um, and there's so many things that disrupt the gut microbiome. I could um, Let's start. So first and foremost, we have the overuse, over and excessive use of prescription antibiotics. Mm. Okay. Um, just one round of antibiotics can alter somebody's gut flora permanently. Now, not everybody's okay, mm -hmm. but some people's okay. But if you, if you talk to any average human being and ask them how many rounds of antibiotics have you had in your life, <laughs> can't even they're going to be like, right. I can't even count. Yeah. That's going to be the answer. Like they, and it started at a young age. Okay. Right. Now, now let's add to the fact that kids are being born to mothers that also did that. Okay. Hmm. And fathers that did that. Yeah. So we inherit our gut microbiomes from our parents. Okay. And then if the kid is born C-section, and doesn't, you know, get the proper uh, swallowing of the gut, you know, the vaginal flora coming through the vaginal canal. Okay, well, there's another hit. Well, how many oh. babies are born C-section? So you've got all those things, okay? Right. Um, not to mention the toxic load that we're under in today's society. I, I, I mean, they're all over there. Our world is becoming more and more overburdened by toxic insults, um, you know, genetically modified, uh, 
um, crops, um, glyphosate being drenched on, on the gen genetically modified crops, um, antibiotics and other drugs used in, in the raising of, of animal protein and so forth. And so if people are eating a standard American diet with conventionally grown produce and um, conventionally raised animal proteins, well, they're ingesting all those things. And those are now more insults to the microbiome. And you add that to sedentary lifestyles, you know, working in offices all day, sitting and not getting enough movement, um, the high stress that, you know, people are under working excessive hours, commuting long hours, um, not eating properly, sacrificing their self-care for the name of the almighty dollar and their, mm -hmm. you know, their homes that people are overextending themselves financially. And so they're getting locked into these careers where they have to live this rat race life and people are stressed out, Yeah, you know, and um, we're not taught nervous system regulation in school. They don't teach right. that. Okay. They don't, they don't even go into that. And so this is how people live their lives. And it's, you know, we, we all are, we come into this world with us with a threshold for, for stress and or a level of resiliency, however you want to look at it. And once that threshold is breached, one's cup is runneth over. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it just keeps, and now you're just accumulating, hmm. accumulating issues in your tissues, toxins, and so forth. And you become a weak host. A weak mm -hmm. host, like I said earlier, is somebody that is in um, suboptimal metabolic health, uh, typically with unregulated blood sugar unregulated insulin levels, yet it's running subclinically. So it's not being picked up on because they're only running fasting blood sugar and fasting it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. not really looking at the whole wow. scene. And yeah, you're just, you know, your, your cellular energy production is low and your inflammation is high. And that's the recipe for metabolic chaos, which is an expression that I learned in my function. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. Yeah. Metabolic chaos, complete, complete metabolic chaos. And when we're in a state of metabolic chaos, well, what happens? Um, well, where does the list begin? We're, are, we're achy, fatigue, um, low moods, poor concentration and brain function, mm -hmm. poor sexual function. Do you see the rates of infertility around us? I mean, that is not normal. That is not normal, you know? Um, so my, so maybe the, the next question would be, what can we do to move in a healthier direction since we probably yeah, have a mess question. going on in so, there? <laughs> first and foremost is, um, you know, one needs to eat to reduce inflammation. Okay. okay. Um, and you know, that's going to look differently for everybody because we're all unique, you know, we're the same biologically, but we're very unique um, when it, uh, neurobiochemically at the, you know, at that level down how our bodies respond to different foods and so forth. So, um, you know, one needs to eat to reduce inflammation. And what does that mean? It means first and foremost, on a most basic level, quit eating mm -hmm. foods that come in cans and boxes and have multiple ingredients, stick with real food, you know, like a zucchini what a novel yeah. thing it actually grows you know what there's i mean no label like, on it yeah so yeah don't <laughs> like stay away from the labels like if it's got a label don't other than a price tag yeah you know what i mean like 
don't buy it, don't eat it. It's not real food. You mm-hmm. know, we need to go back. I do believe we need to go back to our ancestral roots um, and eat in a way that, you know, is closely emulates that of our hunter and gatherer ancestors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, no, sh- get the sugar out of your diet, get it out, you know, artificial, sw- artificial, anything, get it out, get the sugar out of your diet. Okay. Um, and just, yeah, the labels don't eat things with the label, make your food. Um, so that's a huge thing. Just whole that, foods, real food. Yeah. Real, real food, real whole food, preferably raised sustainably, you know, mm. growing organically. Now that's even becoming like a, you know, an overused term. Um, it's really hard to get super clean food. It is, but it's, it, it's not impossible. I source it um, because I make it a priority. I understand the importance of it. You know, I don't want to be inundating my body with um, prescription drug residues and um, herbicides and pesticides and so forth. Um, And so that would be first and foremost. And um, yeah, so eat to reduce inflammation, optimize self-care. Self-care encompasses how we eat, how we breathe, how we move, how we think, how we show up in our lives, mm-hmm. how we, our self-talk, you know, um, it, our structures that we put in place in our life, how we relate to ourselves and others. Like mm-hmm. self-care is, is so much bigger than, you know, getting pedicures and taking bubble baths. That, that's not really self-care. And so I would say, cause again, you can't have a healthy microbiome and digestive ecosystem in an unhealthy body. So we need to take really good care of ourselves and we need to start becoming, I'm a big person in personal responsibility and cultivating agency. Cause I mean, I'm sure you can agree. We are all hundred percent responsible for everything that happens in our lives. Okay. Mm -hmm. And our health is one of them. You know, doctors cannot fix us. They can run labs and prescribe medications. Okay. But they can fix black and white situations, broken arms, you know, cuts. Uh, If you're in a bad accident and, you know, your guts are sprawled out on the street, I would want no one else on my side than a Western trained surgeon. Mm -hmm. You know, our, 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 our doctors in this country are amazing crisis intervention. They're amazing at at heart attacks and strokes and, and things like that. You want them comes to chronic disease. No. Hmm. And chronic diseases, chronic physical and mental illness is at an all time high and climbing. It's, it's all around us. I, yeah. I don't think any of us know a person that doesn't know somebody that doesn't know somebody that doesn't know somebody that's chronically ill with something, right. whether it be type two diabetes, um, obesity, depression, anxiety. I mean, how much of the population is taking a psychotropic drug for depression or anxiety? Mm-hmm. A lot. So all of these things impact everything in our lives impacts our microbiome. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a bad day at work can impact the microbiome. It can mm-hmm. cause, you know, things to downregulate digestion. You know, all systems in the body are affected by, by stress, but digestion takes the first hit you start to produce less hydrochloric acid, your bile starts to get sluggish. And so now you're suboptimally digesting protein, which can then run acidify in the gut and it doesn't get optimally digested and assimilated and broken down 
into the, the usable nutrients that our cells need to make neurotransmitters because that's how we make neurotransmitters from amino acids coming from protein. But that, has, that happens coming from the gut. And so oh. if, our neuro, if our cells aren't getting the building blocks and they can't make neurotransmitters, we're going to be low in serotonin and we're going to be depressed or we're going to be low in GABA and we're going to be anxious hmm. or we're going to oh. be low in dopamine and we're like, whatever, you know what I mean? And like these people are walking around like this thinking it's yeah. normal to feel that way. Wow. So kind of just in wrapping up, Jen, what, what advice would you give to someone who, I know you, you mentioned earlier, so I think you said someone who's kind of on simmer, like mm-hmm. there's, there isn't any signs of terrible, you know, illness, pain, discomfort, but just, you know, I want to, I need to lose weight. I don't sleep that great, but it's okay. Like what, what type of, I guess, initial advice would you give to someone in that situation? So once again, I go back to clean up the diet, Okay. dial in the diet. Um, and you know, that means a diet that keeps your blood sugar nice and even keel waking up be with a fasting blood glucose of 75 to 85. You want your, you know, your hemoglobin A1C as low as you can get it. You want your insulin nice and low and things like that. So, you know, keep an eye on those things, ask your doctor to check them. And if they're elevated and, you know, maybe even invest in a, in a glucometer and take a look at your blood sugar through, you know, throughout the day and see if you're, because I'll tell you roller coaster blood sugar. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Alzheimer's is now being labeled yeah. type three diabetes. Okay. So yeah. like there's hardcore research proving that, you know, um, high levels of glucose in the brain through the central nervous system is driving these Alzheimer proteins. And, um, that's scary. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but I don't want to die of dementia or Alzheimer's. I, I want my faculties for yeah. the time that I'm on earth. So that would be rule. Number one is to eat, get yourself on an eating plan. That's clean and allows you to maintain good blood sugar and insulin levels. And you have good digestion, you're eliminating, you need to be eliminating every day, um, at least once a day. Um, And so that would be the starting point and really clean up the self care, you know, make sure you're getting a good solid eight hours of sleep at night. And just know that the two hours of sleep before midnight are of the most critical. So that means actually like shutting off the laptop, maybe grabbing a real book. Wow. Like <laughs> they actually still exist. Well, you know what yes. I mean? And, you know, getting off of screens, don't bomb, don't, don't bombard your eyes and your brain and your body with these EMFs right mm. up until you, and a lot of people are even sleeping, you know, with, with TV on in the background. Yeah. So like really take a hardcore look at your lifestyle and start to clean up that and dial in on, self-care, make sure you're getting nourishing movement every day. Make sure you have some sort of um, uh, recharge ritual in your day that helps to down-regulate, you know, nervous system arousal, whether that be a meditative practice, a Tai Chi practice, something, start there. Because there's so many simple things that people can do, you know, in their lifestyle. And if after you clean up your lifestyle and really dial in on self-care and stress reduction, you're still having issues, you know, know that again, conventional medicine is designed for crisis and emergency medicine only. They're not designed to 
find subclinical issues and people walking around on simmer. And so if you're really interested in, in optimizing health and taking, taking matters into your own hand, consider working with someone that does look at the mm-hmm. subclinical level of things, which yeah. would be someone like myself or an equivalent of that. So like a, you know, a holistic functional medicine practitioner. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, let's talk. <laughs> um, may, maybe you're like me, and when we start talking about you know gut health, gut bacteria, just like kind of blows your mind to start thinking about what is going on inside of us uh, on any given day and really any given moment, right? In response to the circumstances we find ourselves in, um, the stress that we experience, the things that we eat, uh, the way that we take care of ourselves, it's like wow. So I think first and foremost, you know, just revisiting those three themes is um, the education piece, right? Um, it's so important that we, we, each of us continue to learn about our bodies so that we can, we can better understand what is happening behind the scenes that's affecting our health. So continuing to stay educated, you know, just that basic... Um, message that we we took from Jen there in our interview what happens in the gut becomes evident in the rest of our body um, can be a huge step forward in helping us to you know address some of the things that maybe are frustrating us and and causing us you know to be disappointed with where we're at when it comes to health and wellness and fitness You know, the second theme that I asked you to listen for was that kind of interesting phrase about being a weak host. <laughs> you know, what kind of what kind of a host am I for the bacteria that's inside of me that is making me healthier or making me less healthy, making me sick, right? And maybe causing some really um, terrible chronic issues. What kind of a host am I? And what are the things that I'm doing in order to um, be a strong host to be a you know a good host for bacteria because that will end up impacting the way that um, those bacteria interact you know within each of us and our overall health and the last piece that i asked you to listen for was about optimizing self care most of us aren't doing it very well we're not taking very good care of ourselves. So um, I want to encourage you to think about, you know, some of those basics that that you heard um, Jen talk about, um, some of the things that we've talked about here before as well. You know, am I moving well on a regular basis? Am I getting, you know, exercise? Um, How's my hydration? What types of foods am I eating? And how overall is my nutrition? Um, How is my rest? Am I getting sufficient rest um, and good quality rest? Um, how is my relationship, you know, with myself? And am I making time for that? And how about a good connection with others um, and nature, right? All those things connect to our physical well-being. And so we keep hearing about it over and over and over again, right? So moving forward. If you were going to create maybe just one simple, teeny tiny action step for yourself to focus on this week, 
when it comes to taking better care of you, what might it be? I want you to think about it. I encourage you to write it down to make a commitment to yourself that you're going to give it your best try. And if you're looking for a great way to get started, I know I talked about it at the beginning, our self-care challenge is a great place to do it. And you're going to hear about how to get involved once again at the end of the show. Thanks so much for spending this time with me, for sharing a little bit of your time and attention with me. I really appreciate it and can't wait to connect with you again soon. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.